Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment of Health Professional Radio. Dr. Richard Brown is joining us here, Senior Medical Executive Health System Strategy and the leader of the Cardiovascular Health Equity Advisory Council for Janssen. And he's joined by Pamela Price Parker. She's joining us here as a health and physical education teacher and a PAD patient advocate. They're joining us to discuss Janssen Pharmaceuticals Health Equity Initiative, Save Legs, Change Lives, with a focus on creating awareness, urgency, and action around the hidden threat of peripheral artery disease, or PAD-related amputation, with initial focus on Black Americans who are up to four times more likely to undergo PAD-related amputation than white Americans. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Richard Brown and Pam. Thank you both for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Well, Dr. Brown, if you would, tell us briefly about PAD, its cause, and uh, some of the symptoms that uh, we should be on the lookout for. PAD, or peripheral artery disease, is due to a buildup of fatty cholesterol-containing deposits in the arteries. Why we care about it, it's because it is unknown, unseen, and an untreated cardiovascular condition. The buildup of blockages in these arteries leads to a reduction in blood flow in the legs. Some common symptoms that a patient can experience includes leg numbness or weakness. They can notice no pulse or a weak pulse in their feet. Potentially, they can have painful cramping in one or both of their hips, thighs, or calf muscles after activities such as walking or climbing stairs. These symptoms are very, very common, but I also want to emphasize that 40% of individuals with peripheral artery disease do not have any symptoms, which is why it is so important for individuals to make sure that their feet are examined when they show up to a doctor's office for a visit. Quite a few uh, signs and symptoms. Pam, what was it that led to your diagnosis and how has PAD changed your life? Um, Thank you for asking. Actually, I was horse playing with some friends and my daughter. And my daughter noticed that my toe was purple. And I was like, what do you mean purple? So I took a look at it and was and decided I needed to get it checked out. Went into a general practitioner and said it's a vascular situation. Went and found a vascular doctor and had to have immediate emergency surgery that day. I had no idea what PAD was. No idea what peripheral. Being a PE teacher and in the health field, I had never heard of it before. So I was fortunate that my daughter noticed a discoloration on my toes. Some of the symptoms I didn't have. I did have pain in my legs, but I thought that was from the aspect of me lifting weights and working out. Mm -hmm. That whole cliche, no pain, no gain. Is that the most significant risk of PAD, doctor, the not knowing? Was it misdiagnosed? Is it very easy for someone to be living with this condition and just have no idea? Well, you know, up to 40% of patients with peripheral artery disease do not have symptoms, which is why it is so important for everyone to be aware of the risk factors that increase your chances of having peripheral artery disease. Who's most affected? Men, women? Your initiative has a focus on black Americans. Talk about who's at risk and why. Yeah, so if you look at the risk factors that increase your chances of PAD, they include smoking. Smoking actually quadruples your chances of having peripheral artery disease. Older age is a risk factor. Diabetes is another risk factor. If you're over the age of 50 and you have diabetes, you have a one in three chance of having peripheral artery disease. 
High blood pressure is another risk factor. High cholesterol, obesity, and lack of exercise and movement. Folks should also realize that heart disease, a history of stroke, or a family history of vascular disease like PAD or stroke also increase an individual's chances of having peripheral artery disease. Is it health or social determinants of health that makes black Americans disproportionately affected by PAD? Either of you um, who has an opinion on that? Well, I can start. A couple of reasons why black Americans have a higher risk of peripheral artery disease. First of all, the risk factors I just told you about, they tend to be more prominent in uh, black Americans. And then there's another reason. There is a disparity in regards to care around peripheral artery disease and other social determinants of health also contribute to what we see. Twice the prevalence of peripheral artery disease and up to four times the rate of amputation in black Americans compared to white Americans in regards to PAD. I'm going to add on to say that I would agree with that also. And I will also add the aspect of the lack of education as far as PAD is concerned. And that's what I do now. I make sure that I advocate. I actually started a curriculum in school that teaches PAD and CAD at the same time so that the students here can go back and talk to their parents and their grandparents. And you will be extremely surprised of the outcome and the questions that I'm getting and has caused an increase in screening for PAD. Well, as an advocate, tell us about Save Legs, Change Lives. Is that the initiative that you're referring to? Yes, I work with Save. I'm an advocate for Save Legs, Change Lives. Also, I also am a heart champion, class of 2014. I'm also an advocate for vascular cures, which is another, and I also advocate for Janssen as well. So there are all of these references and things that we can use to do to put together to make sure people get what they need and learn about PAD. And I do it because I'm an educator. I basically do it from my foundation, starting with the children, like they did some time ago, if you remember, with the D.A.R.E. program and smoking. Mm -hmm. And that made all of the difference in the world because my students now, you don't see hardly any of my students. I don't have actually I don't have any students to smoke. So my goal is to try to take that same energy and make this as much aware as possible that hopefully in five, 10 years, that we won't see as many amputees in the black community. If you had one piece of advice to give someone who thinks that they might be at risk for PAD, what would it be, Pam? Get educated, speak up, take action, and get screened. And Dr. Brown, where can listeners go and get more information about PAD and Save Legs, Change Lives as well? We just launched a website, SaveLegsChangeLives.com, where anyone can go and learn more about PAD. Dr. Brown, Pam, I appreciate both, both of you sharing some of your time with us this evening here on Health Professional Radio. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Richard Brown and Pamela Price-Parker. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at Anchor Spotify, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com health professional radio.